Well, good evening. It's wonderful to be in God's house and so glad to see each one of you here. We're here to celebrate Christ's birth and what a special time to do it this, th this uh, Christmas season. Uh, let's stand and ask the Lord to bless this time together. We love you, dear Heavenly Father. We thank you once again for the opportunity to be in your house and to be with your people. And we thank you for the special time to gather together, to lift up worship and praise to your name, to reflect the events of years ago. We ask that you would be with us. May your presence be felt throughout this service. May it bring glory to your name and worship to you, the King of Kings. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. Trust you have a program, and uh, I believe at this time, Brother Mike has a poem for us. True Christian Christmas. Christmas isn't showing gifts or glittering decoration. It's honoring our Savior, Jesus Christ, in humble adoration. It's serving those less fortunate, meeting their needs before your own. It's making sure at Christmas time that no one is alone. It's taking what we would have spent on things that no one needs and using it to help someone with service and good deeds. Our Savior showed us how to live with charity, faith, and service. It makes the holidays a joy, more peaceful, and less nervous. So let's remember, Christmas is about our Savior's birth. That's the way to happiness, the way to peace on earth, Give to him today your heart, 
sins away. Make within your heart a home to home. Tis salvation's glorious day. God has loved you with a love beyond all measure. Ever seems small. Jesus came, the brightest gem of heaven's treasure. Give to him today your heart, your life, your The beginning, Matthew 1, 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and shall, they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus.
if God is with us, who could stand against us? Our God is with us, Emmanuel. So what shall be your answer? Oh, will you hear the call of him who did not spare his son, but gave him for us all? On earth there is no power, there is no height nor depth could ever separate us from the love of God in Christ. God is with us, who could stand against us? Our God is with us, Emmanuel. Luke 2, 1 through 7. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And the taxation was first made when Sirius was, Cyrenius was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because of his he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while there were there the day they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room in the inn. Suddenly glory shone round them bright. 
not the angels sweetly did sing to you this day good tidings we bring there in a manger humbly he lay his birth the angels told forth that day for he became that rich we might be and dwell in heaven eternally someday he's coming praise to his name coming to claim us with him to reign clouds will be lifted burdens below with him will gather on that bright shore not in a manger he'll come again but as a king forever to reign we shall be like him his glory seed and dwell in heaven eternally. Luke 2, 8 through 12. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you this day is born in the in this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Picking up where he left off at verse number 13, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go, even unto Bethlehem, and, say, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Hark the herald angels 
Christ by highest heaven adore, Christ the everlasting Lord. Long desired, behold Him come, finding here His humble home. Veiled in flesh the Godhead seen, held incarnate deity, pleased as men with men to dwell. Jesus, our Emmanuel, hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace, hail the Son of Righteousness, light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Let us in with angels sing, glory to the newborn King, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Matthew 2, 1 and 2. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that's born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Matthew 2, 7 to 12. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared, and sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard that the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way.
before I endeavor to play, um, I want to mention a couple of things. Um, the first is I was musing, um, we live in a day of, of odd things, peculiar things, strange things, and uh, the way that this song is, uh, is going to be rendered might be one of those. <laughs> uh, it's a little different. Uh, it's a it's a hybrid. You know, you can go down to the car lot and buy a buy a Toyota Prius, uh, and it's a hybrid car. It's part electric, part gas. Uh, you can go to the grocery store and buy a, a jar of peanut butter. It's got jelly in it. It's part peanut butter, part jelly. <laughs> uh, and uh, we've had uh, some some uh, numbers here tonight that are the real thing. Uh, they're in person, uh, in real time. And we went through a time here at the church a couple of years ago on Sunday nights. We didn't always have a special song, and we'd have recorded special songs. Um, they weren't live. Uh, it's what Dad called canned music. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I enjoyed that, too. We had some, had some, uh, some good songs played. Uh, but this is kind of going to be a, a hybrid. It's, it's, it's part in real time, and, and part, of it's, part of it's fresh, and, and part of it's canned. Uh, it's kind of like... Uh, Saturday mornings at our house every once in a while we always have sausage gravy and, uh, and biscuits or sausage gravy and toast on uh, uh, Saturday morning um, if you want some good sausage gravy stop by sometime um, but sometimes mom makes more than than uh, than what what we eat and uh, she'll save for leftovers and and uh, maybe the next week or two why we'll have some of that again, and she'll say, "Well, I, I now this is some of this is left. This is leftover, and, and, and I added some more sausage to it. And I just, you know, <laughs> uh, so this is this is uh, this is a hybrid. It's part part uh, part leftovers and and uh, part in real time. Um, but <clears throat> I also wanted to say too that it's maybe I don't think the thrust of, of music in church should be about the delivery or the the tune as a vehicle, but it's really about the message of the song." Um, and the song I want to try to play is called Beautiful Star of Bethlehem. Um, and it's about the, the, the star that the wise men that were sang about here in the last, uh, the last number, um, that they followed that star. And I was thinking last night and encouraged my heart. Um, you know, the, the wise men, they were, as near as we can tell, we don't really know for sure exactly exactly what country they came from or exactly who they were or the song talks about three of them there was three gifts mentioned in the bible there was probably more than three we don't really know that for sure um but there were those that were outside of um the jewish community uh who were who had hungry hearts uh to to follow after to follow after god it was reaching their hearts um those that were outside of the, the covenant that God made with Israel, and yet God in his mercy reached to everybody, to all of us. I don't know if there's any Jews here tonight or not. Probably, very possibly not. But it's extended to everybody. Um, and I was thinking of how the, um, the wise men, uh, there they were probably, they figured that they were probably enlightened by some of the Jews that had been in captivity from years and years gone by and everyone back to Israel that were still there. And so they were familiar with some of the prophecies uh, that were uh, given, messianic prophecies about the coming of the Messiah that were given to the, to the Jews there about a Savior that would come, not just for the Jews, but for the whole world. Uh, and there was a reach in their hearts uh, that sought after that. Um, and it wasn't, you know, God is... He can speak in so many ways. Uh, and you think about the shepherds there, and there they were out in the fields, and, and they were no doubt very, very familiar with the coming of the Messiah at some time. Not that night, they didn't expect it, but here suddenly the, the sky was full of angels and glory all around them, and it was something supernatural, and uh, it, they couldn't miss it. <laughs> uh, there, was no, there was no way to doubt that it was, it was from the divine world. Uh, but there was the wise men, hundreds of miles away, uh, and they didn't have all that. But they were careful and sensitive in their hearts uh, to be looking, to be searching, to be reaching. Um, and I think maybe sometimes the Lord works in our, at least in my life, in that way. We could miss some of his opportunities and, and that he would put in our pathway uh, if we're not vigilant and watching. Um, 
like the wise men were. And I was thinking about the faithfulness of God uh, to put uh, a sign or something in those in the hearts of those wise men um, that would that would guide them uh, in their seeking hearts, their desiring to to find the to find the truth, to find the Messiah. Uh, and here they were, many of the Jews. Uh, that were right there that some Messiah was given to just simply rejected him and yet here were these foreigners hundreds of miles away um, that were reaching and God was faithful to their hearts uh, to put some small sign in the sky they had to they had to be searching for it they um, you don't see stars in the in the uh, in the daytime they could have gone to bed and gotten their their beauty rest <laughs> uh, but there were some uh, that were that were seeking and looking um, and we don't know altogether how that happened that they found uh, that they've recognized a sign or what all those signs were that God spoke to them through but there was something very significant in the in the star whatever that was that they saw and uh, like I say there's there's a lot of conjecture of, of um, historians and Bible scholars as to um, what that might be but uh, I, I have something uh, that I found I wanted to share um, regarding the, uh, the possibility uh, that, they have, that they have studied into what that might have, it might have been. And it's uh, a, a few paragraphs I'll share with you out of a, out of a book that I brought. Um, regarding the, uh, regarding this, the star and, uh, and what that star might have been and some of those signs that they, um, that they think possibly would have guided those wise men that would have been signs that they would have um, recognized that there was something supernatural going on um, and that the Lord might have given them uh, to, to guide them there to the, uh, to the, to the nativity if that's, if that's where it was or whether it was a later time. They can, some, some people feel it was perhaps maybe a year or two after Jesus was born that they actually made their way there, however that was. But... It's pointed out here, an ancient, an ancient Persia had a priestly caste called Magi who are mentioned by the prophet Daniel. Uh, gives a couple references there in the book of Daniel. Astrology was very popular in the ancient Near East, and Magi were both astrologers and astronomers. Early Jews were also, also were interested in astrology. One of their messianic prophecies said, a star will rise from Jacob in Numbers uh, 24, 17. To them, Jupiter was the king's planet and Saturn was Israel's defender. An old Jewish proverb said, God created Saturn to shield Israel. Early astrologers observed that planets move in a belt in the heavens they termed the zodiac. They divided the zodiac into 12 equal blocks or signs. According to Chaldean astrology, each sign represented a different nation. Piscas, the sign of the fish, represented a mural which included Syria and Palestine. Or Palestine. To Jewish astrologers, Piscas represented Judea. They predicted that the Messiah would appear when Saturn, their defender, met Jupiter, the king's planet, in Piscas. Since many of the Jews did not return from Babylonian captivity and continued to live in Persia, the Magi would have been familiar with Jewish astrological beliefs. In 7 BC, Jupiter and Saturn came together in Pisces for a short time, for the, excuse me, for the first time in 853 years. Shortly before sunrise, on April, on April 12th, 7 BC, Jupiter and Saturn emerged together out of the dawn in Pisces. They began moving together until on May 29, 7 BC, they were in conjunction, passing within less than one degree of each other. Then they began moving apart. The Magi no doubt watched this with great interest, knowing of the Jewish expectation. In early August, the two planets stopped moving apart, and in late September and early October began moving toward each other even more quickly, this time for a second conjunction in Pisces. October passed and the planets continued to separate. Now, of course, this is, uh, they have ways of um, 
I'm sure through computer modeling going back and, and rapidly figuring out just exactly where the planets would have been in a certain, in a certain location. Um, God created an orderly universe and everything is mathematical and in many of these situations where they can accurately track where everything would have been in a certain place. October passed, the planets continued to separate. After just a month, they began approaching one another a third time. Finally, on December 4th, 7 BC, the third conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn in Pisces occurred. The Magi would have tried to understand the significance of what they had seen. Something important was going to happen in Judea. Could it be the birth of the Jewish Messiah? Then in, then, in February 6 BC, something unexpected happened. Mars, which had been far away in the sky a few months earlier, now joined Jupiter and Saturn in Pisces. Again, the attention of the astrologers was, was drawn to Judea. Mars was thought to represent war. Could this be indicating that the Messiah, defender of Israel, was about to arise and defeat his enemy? This would be in line with the, with the final prophecy of Balaam, um, found in Numbers 24:17. I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not nigh. There shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. One year later, in February, or early March, 5 BC, blazing across the sky from the east came a nova, a star that suddenly explodes becoming 10,000 to 100,000 times brighter than it was before. The Nova was heading directly toward Judea and the Magi decided to follow it. The Nova was visible for more than 10 weeks. If the Magi left Persia shortly after it first appeared, they would have been able to reach Bethlehem while it was still visible. While the Magi reached Jerusalem, they apparently had lost sight of the star because they asked where the king of the Jews was to be born. There was no doubt, this was no doubt caused by the fact that once a month the moon would hide the light of the nova. When the nova reappeared, it would have been 50 degrees high due south of Jerusalem at dawn directly over Bethlehem. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy, followed it to the house where Jesus and Mary were. There they fell down before Jesus and worshiped him. And just by way of interest, there's uh, what they, the, this year they call the Christmas star. Uh, it's, supposed to be tomorrow night which where it's not it's not actually a star it's once again Jupiter and Saturn are uh, converging together in the sky and um, they're very close tonight I, I saw on the way on the way in they're just just very close together uh, but tomorrow night is supposed to uh, they're supposed to be close enough that it almost looks like one object um, I don't know I think it might be gonna rain tomorrow night so I don't know if we'll get to see that or not but uh, Anyway, I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. Somebody's uh, put that together of uh, a significant possibility of how they might have um, signs that they might have followed to, to follow, um, to find the, the, the Christ child there in Bethlehem. But the words of the song say, O beautiful star of Bethlehem, shining afar through shadows dim, giving the light for those who long have gone, guiding the wise men on their way unto the place where Jesus lay, O beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. And then the second verse is, O beautiful star, the hope of light, guiding the pilgrims through the night, over the mountains till the break of dawn, into the light of perfect day, it will give out a lovely ray, O beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. The last verse, O beautiful star of Bethlehem, the hope, O beautiful star, the hope of rest, excuse me. For the redeemed, the good and blessed, yonder in glory when the crown is won, Jesus is now the star divine, brighter and brighter he will shine. O beautiful star of Bethlehem, shine on. And we don't have a, a star to follow today like they had back then, a, a, a visible star. Uh, but I'm thankful that uh, Jesus, as we've heard uh, last Sunday, I believe it was last Sunday morning, was it? And we had the message on the bright and morning star. He is the bright and morning star. And he is the one who gives us the light, uh, spiritually speaking, to, to find our way in this, uh, through this world. Like I say, I took courage from the fact, thinking last night of God's faithfulness there to those, those wise men to provide them a sign, a light, uh, something there to guide them. And in an hour when everything is, is dark 
maybe around about us, yet there's, uh, we have his word, we have his truths, and his spirit that will help to guide us into the, into the right way. I, I appreciate that tonight. It's my desire to, to uh, somehow um, have that sensitivity um, to where the wise men, I guess I was somewhat convicted, thinking about their earnestness they must have had. Those that were outside of the Jewish covenant that would travel all that distance, they were, they were seeking. It wasn't the angels that came bursting into them, as far as we know, giving them a vision, but it was because they were, they were seeking uh, in their hearts and looking after that. trust you enjoyed that. If Brother Mike would turn the lights on, we're going to stand and sing down at the bottom of your page. You see that chorus, Oh, come let us adore him. Christ the Lord. Amen. We're here to celebrate Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen.
trust it's an inspiration to your heart of this Christmas season who we're really celebrating amen don't get sidetracked the the enemy is trying to make it into something else and many times he tries to make it a, a stressful season but it's a season to celebrate Christ's birth I appreciate each one of you coming let's close in prayer we thank you dear Heavenly Father for the special season once again the time to gather together in your house with your people and to reflect what happened so many years ago we thank you Lord for salvation we thank you, Jesus, for coming and dying on an old rugged cross for our sins. We ask that you administer to us even as we go about our ways. Be with each one, we pray. Bless those and be with those who would have liked to be here but couldn't make it for physical reasons. We'll give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Thank you for coming. You're dismissed.